Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima, and we just wanted to come and wish everybody a happy holiday week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I know it's, uh, is it a hectic week? Is it a crazy week? You know, I think after the weddings... I feel so much more comfortable with Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a known. You know, the weddings that we just came off of planning True. were so much going on, lots of factors. This is a known we are going to. Yeah. My childhood home in Chicago where my mom still lives. And Thanksgiving is my family's biggest holiday because my extended family from Ohio, my aunts, my cousins all come in. And all descend on our house in Chicago. You have never been to this event with no. my family. So really the question is, are you feeling hectic? No, I'm excited. I've wanted to go to Chicago with you and go to your childhood home for a long time. And I don't, it's just never really worked out. I don't know why. I, know, I think people think it's weird. <laughs> it's just that I think, you know, we have to think about where the kids are yeah. at. Are they with their mom? Are they with us? Then also your parents are divorced. So you have to divide your time between them. And then my family's kind of spread all across the country. So we were always, as we've said, dividing and conquering. But this is kind of our first, not kind of, this is our first official holiday as a married couple. And now we're doing it with your family. This is, I mean, this is it. We're married couple, we're going back home. I we're know, going we're to really, Chicago. We're doing this in the wrong order because I thought what you were going to say is this is our first holiday where we've ever gone to the other one's parents' home. Because I've actually That's never been too. to either of your parents' homes yeah. for a holiday. Because my mom has come to us. My dad yeah. has come to us. And so you're right. Yeah, we've never. So we waited till we got married to well, go to each other's we are, parents' Well, and we're, out of, we're long out of my childhood home in Dallas, Texas. 
Um, and so I really don't have that to go back home to anyway, but your, your mom still lives in your childhood home. We are, and by the way, if y'all are thinking what I was thinking and it's not going to happen, what? We're not going to be in your bedroom. Oh, my childhood bedroom no longer exists. Okay. Also, I don't think anyone was thinking. About I think that, people were thinking that. I don't think they were thinking. Okay, that. I was thinking that when okay, that's I was a wondering. Weird thing to think. Is that's it? A, is that a guy? Way maybe of I think thinking? it's a, maybe it's a guy thing of like just. I thought it'd be interesting to be back in your childhood bedroom. Oh, you weren't meaning it in like a dirty way. You just meant like right. No, because you were a child. Well, here's a question though: How long? Because I have friends. Yeah who I'm thinking of my friend, Laura, I'll call her out because she <laughs> listens. Her childhood bedroom from like her teenage years yeah. is still, and we're in our thirties. It's still exactly what it was. Yeah. It is a time capsule. Her posters are on the walls. Her CDs are in the CD case. And I think her parents should use that room to whatever they, when do you change your kid's childhood bedroom over into I waited else. one full week <laughs> after my kids left for college. That's not yeah, true. no, it's no, it is true. I mean, I, I, their, you know, their rooms were changed, you know, left to their own devices at first, but their rooms, like the trophies and the posters and the that stuff, needs to come down. I think if your kids are going to college, mm-hmm. I think you can give them a first year to come back to their room. Because they are. They're always going to come back. Yeah, I, but I think through freshman year, it's a new time. They can. They still want to, you know, I mean, when they go to freshman year, they're essentially still a high school kid. Right. You know, they're in such a new place. But after that, I think it's okay to say, hey, we have a bed for you here, but like your room's a guest right. room now. It's a guest you know? room, yeah. yeah. It's transitioning over. It'll be yours when you come here. Right. But this I, is always your home. I fully Or are we rushing that. it too much? No. No, I think you, I think, look, your job, I think partly as a parent is to make them feel welcome to come back home, but not too comfortable. Like they can always come live back home. You want, well, you want to support independence and growth. Yeah, I know. And in all seriousness, I'm joking a little bit, but all kidding aside, I do want my kids to start, start thinking of their independence and that just the natural next stage is not to boomerang back home. The next stage is you're going to graduate, you will work, you're going to get an apartment or whatever you can afford, and that's where you're going to live and you're going to start your life and establish your life. Yeah. My mom always said, like when my little brother um, graduated law school and started working, she's like, okay, my job is done. Like they all have jobs. They're all working, contributing members of society. They can all pay their mortgage or their rent or whatever it is. Right. That Um, is a huge step. I've talked to your mom a little bit about that, and it really is such a prideful, proud moment to like, you've, you've done it. Like Donna Zima, you've done it. Like you cry, you have three amazingly successful children that are living on their own, crushing it on their own. That's not easy. I mean, of course, first and foremost, you want them to be good people. Yes. (laughs) But of course, um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right that you, you want your kids to always feel like this is your home. You are always welcome here. I mean, I love still feeling that way, obviously, in my mom's home, I, I think you want to make sure they have a place to sleep. It's not like, hey, you can't stay here anymore. Your room's a gym now. Find a hotel. That would hurt me. But no, my my childhood room is long gone. So what am I in for? You're in for, actually, this has been very sweet. My mom has really used the the, the moment of you coming to our house. She's like, you know what? I'm going to like 
refresh the house in a way I haven't in right. a while. So I'm feeling great because I've been trying to get her to do this for a long time. So Donna has been, um, you know, I mean, to the point of like, she's gotten some new faucets and some bathrooms. Oh, nice. New I fixtures. Know. Yeah, fixing up. I know she's been painting a little bit. And yes. Like, so it's going to be, and I know, look. I, and by I, the way, hold, let's take a moment for yes. that. No matter how much a parent loves their kid, yeah. it's like, we don't listen to our family. I've been telling my mom to right. paint the kitchen cabinets for years. Oh, all of a sudden, Chris Harrison's coming home. She, you know, she likes, she, she probably likes having you in your kitchen more than she likes me in well, there. I know that in, I was going to say what I know I'm looking forward to is your mom's food because- Obviously, she came in and cooked for our wedding, and we've been. She's come here for events and for holidays as well, and she does. She loves to be in the kitchen as much as I do. We have kind of this nice dance we do where we both kind of. Well, she's already assigned you things to cook for things. I know. I'm fired up. I am, and and I'm in charge of the tenderloin. She's doing the turkey. I'm doing a tenderloin and mashed potatoes, and I'm bringing wine. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield a man who got his start at the school that I went to would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on 
you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's out you for something that might be a hot take. Mm. You don't like turkey. It's not that. Look, I'm just, if you were going to say, what would you like to have for dinner tonight? Because I love the fixings. Give me your green bean casserole, sweet potato, you name it, yams, mashed potatoes, anything that your traditional stuffing, all of it. Thanksgiving I, is very much about the sides. Oh, I love the sides. But if you're like, okay, what do you want your main to be if you're at a restaurant? Would you love a filet mignon? Would you love a tenderloin? Or would you like some turkey? <laughs> I'm sorry, but 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm going to say, give me a nice, beautiful steak. I mean, I never eat turkey other than Thanksgiving, but I look forward to it. But you come at, at it more from this chef's perspective of like that turkey's very dry and you have to do a lot to it. So I don't really have. And I fried to a turkey. I've, you know, redneck. I've, I've fried turkeys and your, your mom bakes one. She brines it and then bakes it. And it's one. I've had your mom's turkey. It's incredible. But at the same time, I, you know, it's funny. What I look forward to the most about turkey is the turkey sandwich later. The moist maker that Ross cites on yes. Friends. Yeah, I, yeah. he Gravy, put it in the fridge. Somebody, somebody ate his and he really went after him. But I am a big fan of later, about three or four hours later, turkey. And I make, I, I'm kind of the same way. I put everything in the sandwich. It's cranberry sauce, turkey, gravy, some stuffing. It's all packed in there. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I The leftovers are sometimes better the next day. Last year, actually, we had Thanksgiving here and we had a leftovers and libations neighborhood party, which was fun because everyone friends giving brought get their leftovers. Yes. Um, what I really appreciate about you is that you are so helpful, like in the kitchen, on holidays, at events, at parties. We talked about this a lot with the wedding, but you jump in and help. And I really like that you're not nervous or I don't know, you're, you're really good at like you, you haven't met all of my extended family, but I think you're, you're, I, I never worry about you in those situations. Yeah. And likewise, you and I are both good in those situations where we can both handle each other. Like you don't have to check on me if I'm with aunt Sally, yeah. it's like, I'm fine. And I, and I knew, and I would know the same for you. I would look over and just see you. And I'm like, yeah, she's got it. Now we met someone the other night who told a story mm. that you and I did not agree with. This person was telling yeah. a story of the first time they went home to the person they were dating's, or they went to the person they were dating's like family home. Right. And this woman is telling the story of how she met the family and she is a vegetarian and she was so offended because the family didn't have food that she could eat really. Right. And that she actually got in a fight with the guy she was dating over it and it became this big deal. And I, maybe I'm not being fair to the vegetarians out there. But if I'm going to somebody I'm dating's family home to meet their parents for the first time, I'm just going to like poke my food around on my plate, smile right. and make a good impression out of it. You can go get a tofu burger later. 
your job is to just be happy. And, and just I think on the first on your, time. Yeah, put, put on your best face, make friends, bring, you know, ingratiate yourself to the family. And if you realize, oh God, they even put bacon into the green bean casserole, just, just go with it. Just like you said, move it around, hide it under the mashed potatoes, and then go eat later. And then, you know, the next time you can broach that subject or the next time your it's husband can broach that subject. It's not about you on the first time. It's not about whether you like them. It's that you're trying to get them to like you. You're trying to put your best foot forward. I totally agree with that. And I'm a big believer too. I mean, I get it if you've known someone for years and you're like, listen, I've told you I'm a vegetarian, yeah. please. Like, But also, by the way, when you're the odd one out in a group situation, I think you have to look out for yourself a little bit more. That's on you. Like, bring a, a dish that you're okay with eating, like make something, you yeah. know? I mean, I, I I think it's always a red flag about a human if they think that the group should accommodate them instead of like that they've, they're going to say, hey, here's, that. you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. Was Thanksgiving always huge in your family? In terms of the number of people? Just no, it was, I mean, like just big holiday, like something, like for me growing up, it was actually something kind of odd because there was always the, soccer tournament. There was the Houston Thanksgiving day soccer tournament. So we would go to Houston and mostly we were in a hotel and then I have an aunt and uncle in Houston and we would go to them. But it was kind of like that was for many, many years. So it wasn't like this. We always got together with 50 people type of a holiday um, for a lot of years. And then after soccer, when we kind of grew up and that stopped, then we kind of figured out what that was, but has it always just been your house, your yes. mom? Like that's. Yeah. And I actually saw there was some like Instagram quote the other day about how, um, how much your childhood continues to affect like the way, like everything in your life, you know, yeah. and this particular quote was about relationships, but I'm thinking about it right now because like the quote was about that, like, if someone you're in a relationship with isn't treating you well, you have to realize that they're modeling their childhood and that they have to fix themselves. It's, you know, okay. before they can work on you. So I guess I'm applying that here with, it's interesting because I don't think you, I, I've always, you don't see Thanksgiving as that big of a holiday. You've said before, you don't really, it's like you wait more to look forward to Christmas. And maybe that's why, because it was always this other, this Yeah, we were always busy and, and we made it something on, on the actual day. Like you said, I'd go to my aunt and uncles eventually and they would cook and we'd be there. And, um, but there was always kind of something going on and, and it would always, and I go, you're not going to love this sports reference, but the Dallas Cowboys are one of the teams that always plays on Thanksgiving. And when I was a sportscaster and I started my career, you're the low man on the totem pole. That means you work holidays. I spent many, gosh, five or six Thanksgivings at Texas stadium working the game and I would eat my meal in the press room with the other press guys and they, they had bad turkey and bad whatever and I would cover the game and then I would drive somewhere and meet family in Dallas after the game but again it was kind of an afterthought because I covered the the football game that day and it was it was it was funny because it was always a tradition growing up that the Dallas Cowboys played and then it turned into that was my job and I was at that game on Thanksgiving day so we're married now. Yeah. We can create this ourselves. What do we want Thanksgiving to be? 
Well, I like, I mean, number one, I like what we're, where we're going. I like going to your childhood home. <laughs> Have you checked the weather? It's going to be in the It's going to be cold. <laughs> Things are going to be a little, but well, what's funny is your mom thought, oh, well, you know, if you come, you can play golf. And I'm like, it's Chicago in November. It's cold. Wait, are you saying that as much as you love golf, you wouldn't play? Look, this weather here's could the stop you. Your people are of stronger blood than, than I am. I, yeah, the, growing I, I, up in Chicago, you have a bigger, to- better tolerance. For sure. People, I mean, I think even now people of Chicago are stopping their golf season because it's going to get down in the 20s. But yeah, that's the, I draw the line there. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield a man who got his start at the school that I went to would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
as a divorced man with kids, you and I, and I just, my heart goes out to everybody. And by the way, I'm thinking about you. If you have children and you're not with your kids on the holiday because it's not your holiday. And so, you know, the way my ex and I have always done it is we kind of split up the holidays as one would get, one would get Thanksgiving, the other gets Christmas, and then you switch the opposite year. So, and even though the kids are in college, we kind of just keep this going. And so, you know, if you don't have your kids over the holidays, and especially if this is your first time to go through the holidays, divorced or missing your kids, that's just, I'm thinking about you. It's a tough thing to get used to. You do get used to it as with all things, time heals those wounds, but it is a weird thing on a holiday to not be with your kids. Cause it's just, it's natural and it's, it's something that you do. And so, you know, we'll be without the kids on Thanksgiving. I'm, I've been doing it for over a decade now, so I'm very much used to it. Um, but I'll never not think about them and wonder, you know, I've talked to them and obviously we'll FaceTime and all that. And it's wonderful. And we have a great relationship with their mom, but we don't spend holidays together. And so if you are going through that for the first time, the second time, third time, and it's still raw for you, I feel you and it will get better. And just, you know, holiday is just a day, but it's, a, it's, there is a loneliness to that when you're missing your kids on those days. So what's your advice? You know, it's, it's terrible advice. It is the time heals those wounds. You will get used to it and it becomes the new normal. Um, but I think one important thing you did was you found chosen family. Like you started, because if you weren't with your kids, you also didn't have family living near you in California during those years. And you found really good friends and made those friendships and they took you in and yeah. shout out to Chip and Liz, our, our friend Chip, who <laughs> Chip. We it, now infamously was in his go, underwear. We can't go a week without mentioning Chip, yes. but they were, and they were really good. You know, I had, I had dear friends who looked out for me and said, Hey, if you're not with anybody this Easter or this Thanksgiving or whatever, come to our house, just, just show up Christmas night. Don't be alone. Christmas night, come show up. So finding that community, finding friends, don't just sit, alone in your own thoughts. And look, if you don't have that, go volunteer, go to a soup kitchen, volunteer, be active, be around people. And I think there's, there's things you can do where you can volunteer for Thanksgiving, for Christmas and all that. Or if you have other friends you can be with that, you know, will kind of take you in, so to speak. I think that is important. And it doesn't make you just forget everything, but at least you're surrounded by love and you're surrounded by that. And I'm, I'm so grateful for Chip and Liz were that for me for many years, especially when it first started, because you don't know, you don't know what to do. You've had a set thing your whole life. And then all of a sudden, and I'm guessing to put this back on you, it's a little bit like when you lose somebody, you know, yeah, when, was, when your dad first died. Yeah, of course. My mind is going there a little bit right now as you're talking about this, because we talked about this a lot. Um, it, when I was doing experience camps, um, when I, where I volunteered for kids who have lost their parents, the holidays are hard when you've been through loss, especially when that loss is fresh because everybody around you is so happy. The focus is on family and you're one less, you know, you're missing a person yeah. and, um, and you're, it's not even a divorce thing where you're going to see them the next time, you know? Right. It, so it's a harsh reminder for sure. Um, I think the same time heals wounds. I would say if, you're going through grief right now. My heart is with you. And um, I love the saying, grief is a river. It 
is always moving and always changing. So, you know, you will always miss that person, but things, the, the harsh pain will get better. It will lessen and, um, you will find joy in their memory and, and things will get better and the pain will change. So know that it will get better. Know that we are with you. Um, and I guess you you said, what's your advice? My advice is if, if you are that person, it's incumbent upon you to try and find something and make yourself busy, find a community, something like that. But I would also say my advice is for people out there, if you know someone, if one of your friends has just gotten divorced, if they have just lost somebody, um, reach out to them this week and just say, Hey, if you're not doing anything and I get it, maybe you don't want them there for the actual meal. If it's very sacred, just to have your family there, but just say, Hey, we're going to be done eating around five, five thirty. come over and watch the football game with us after, or just something. Yeah. Try to try to just reach out to them. Well, you know what I was thinking about as we were just saying, we can choose our own Thanksgiving. I am such a big believer in chosen family mm-hmm. in friendships being just as important as family. And also in like, you know, Thanksgiving at the end of the day, it's kind of just about food and people, right? right? Christmas, we have gifts or you have religious aspects to that. Thanksgiving is about food and people. And so, and being grateful, hopefully. Um, so I think like, find your people. I love that Friendsgiving has become a bigger thing in recent years. Yeah. And I think that- well, I think yeah, like Thanksgiving you just, can be that holiday where you choose who you want to be with. Yeah. Um, whereas Christmas obviously is a very religious holiday and it's typically with your family. Right. I, I think as you and I move forward and for anybody out there, as you move forward with what you want to do, like, I love that you're making a tenderloin on Thanksgiving. You know, who cares? Um, in my, I, I've been at Thanksgivings before where the tradition was, you know what? Uh, we don't really want to do this whole big turkey thing. Why doesn't everybody make something and bring your thing you're going to make and we'll all eat what everybody makes. And yeah. you can really have fun with it. And I don't, I, I have some, some family members who are very tied to tradition. Um, I'm not so much. Yeah, I was. And I remember vividly the first Thanksgiving after my divorce because, you know, we'd been married for 17 years. The kids were for, you know, were 10 years old. And so they'd grown up with these traditions. And so I just thought, let's shake it up. And so I took them on a Disney cruise. I grabbed the kids and I grabbed my mom. And I know we're not cruise people, but we went on a Disney cruise for Thanksgiving. I was like, what the heck? Let's just, <laughs> I, I just wanted to make the kids just distract them. They're like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. And so I've- we, Look over here at this cool Yeah, thing. exactly. So that's what we did. And we there were a couple of friends and they, they brought their kids and that's what we did. And so, and then we kind of found our place. But when you asked me like, okay, what would our tradition be? Or we can start one. Well, kind of every other year, it's going to be, you know, it's a little different because the kids are with us and they're not. The kids are with us and then the kids get older, right? And then they're probably going to get married and then they'll have their, you know, so it's interesting. I'm, I'm a big believer of, um, I will go where family is. I will go where the love is. I'm all in. If it's this year, it's your family and we're going to Chicago. If next year we happen to host it, great, whatever. If that's where we can gather everybody, that's really all I care about is if you're there, as much family, as many friends as we can see, that's great with me. Totally. I was thinking before we sat down, you know, I mean, maybe my favorite part of Thanksgiving is going around the table and acknowledging what everybody's grateful for, because it's a really good moment in a chaotic, busy world to pause and reflect. Yeah. And I am so grateful for this year. I think we've had, when I look back, I've had, you know, just some really good trips with friends. 
We were so lucky with both of our, the weddings. They went so well. Yeah. We were surrounded by so much love. Um, the kids are in a good, healthy, happy place. Um, my siblings, my mom, your, you know, your parents, everybody's like, you have to be really grateful for a good season. Um, so I just want to soak that in and really pause and be thankful and reflect on that. And I know we live in tumultuous times and there's crazy things going on around the world. So I think it's really, really incumbent upon all of us this week to just take a deep breath and also give thanks. And that's what Thanksgiving is all about. And so, yes, we can look at the dark side of things and talk about that. And no doubt those topics will be brought up at Thanksgiving tables in, in, <laughs> in an unbelievably awkward way. And I, by the way, that, that'll be a good show afterwards to try and find people that come on the show like, okay, who was the person that brought up that really awkward moment, so the awkward true. topic of- By the way, as I'm sitting here saying toxic family members, um, look, I've laughed with my friends about this. Sometimes you want the crazy aunt at Thanksgiving because you don't know what she's going to yeah, do. It's fun. You, you want a story out of it. You want to grab your cousin, go in the other room and say, did you hear what she just said? <laughs> like maybe that's the best part of Thanksgiving is um, the, the crazy. And there is a lot of that, but embrace it all. And um, we, uh, I have so much to be thankful for this year. Obviously, I'm sitting right next to what I'm most thankful for this year, um, the love of my life and getting married and the kids being healthy. It's a, it's a good season. And so we have a lot to give thanks for. And one of the things we can give thanks for is you guys. And the the fact that we've all been together this year and we've been doing this podcast for going on a year now, and we've enjoyed so much talking to you. And so on these holiday weeks, we love to connect. And I hope wherever you find yourself, whoever you're with, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday and be safe and come back to us because we have a lot more to talk about. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever, and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.